Welcome to the But First Coffee Wake Up Call podcast for women doing life differently. I'm your host, Kelly Greeno, and this is episode 12. All right, episode 12, and today is all about allowing your husband to make more decisions or getting him to make more decisions, be more decisive, and to speak his truth more. This is actually a question that was asked in our spirit group. So if you're not in our Facebook group, you should go do that. Search it on Facebook, Sexy, Powerful, Intuitive, Rebellious, Influential Tribe. And we were talking a little bit about marriage stuff, and this was one topic that came up that I thought would be perfect. It is something that I have been through and uh, with my husband, Andrew, and today he is our special guest. I thought I would bring him on with me to talk more about this and get his perspective on it as well, since this is something that we've been through together Mm -hmm. and it's beneficial to hear a man's perspective on this stuff as well. So you want to say hi? Hi. <laughs> Thank you for having me on your podcast. You're welcome, honey. Thank you for doing it with me. I made the decision to go on your podcast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so episode 11, I did a really basic introduction to creating a good marriage. That was like literally the number one piece of advice that I give to people but also not ironically this past weekend I feel like we were out with a group of friends and I like preached it as much as I could because we were all talking about marriage and there's a couple that's engaged and planning their marriage and episode 11 was basically over communicate like stop assuming things he can't read your mind you can't read his over communicate about everything that you can think of And there's a lot that actually came from conversations I had this weekend that I will be doing another episode on for sure because we got some really great um, conversations going then. But today's is about the getting you to make more decisions. And we have, this was a question in my group and we've talked about this for quite some time because this was part of what I remember saying that I wanted from you, that I felt like I was the one making every decision all the time. I was the one that was like, the kids need a doctor's appointment, and I was the one that had to do it. Uh, Making the dinner menu every week, and I had to do it. And when are we going to travel to see family? And I had to plan it. And um, on the rare occasion, I would be like, okay, you have to take me on a date. I was the one that planned it. And today we're going to vacuum the house and... That was Get my it. thing. So I, I was to a point as mom, as wife, as taking care of the house and as, and as a business owner at the time too, that it's like, why am I always the one making every single decision? Can't you make any decisions and help me out with any of this? Why don't you make any decisions? You make decisions all day at work. Why can't you make any decisions when we're at home? And the other part of that that I remember talking about is like I wished you would tell me what you wanted more often and voice your opinion more and your thoughts more and um yeah do you remember those conversations I do it um 
it boiled down to some of it was you having to be okay with the way I did things. Mm-hmm. You wanted the decision to clean the house, so I clean it, but it's not clean the way you would clean it. Still clean. You had to accept that your way wasn't the only way. That's hard for me because I, I am a I recovering control freak. I think that's a hard for a lot of women, especially mm-hmm. stay-at-home moms that are, you know, they're home all day, every day. And then when... We get a system. Right. We know how things flow. When the other half is home and is trying to do things and it's not done by the book, so to speak, you get angry. But then then they're not going to be able to do it. Right. Because you're going to... If they're not doing it your way... You're not letting them do things their way. They're just following you. You're the boss. You're still the boss. Right. I think that was a really big part of it was that I had to let go of that control. Mm-hmm. And, but also I needed to get really good at communicating what, yeah. what I wanted help with. Right. And not just like asking for help for it. Not being like, hey, can you do the laundry? Hey, can you mow the grass? Hey, can you go grab this from the store but also like going further than that and communicating like if you if there was a deadline involved that I I wanted it done by a certain time I needed to voice that yes and if if I needed it done by a certain day I needed to voice that that it I had to stop assuming that you would like drop everything and do it as soon as I asked or that you would somehow magically automatically know that I needed it done by Thursday when people were coming over. Right, that was the other thing. It was, hey, you know, the garage or the kitchen needs to be picked up. Okay, but it's my day off too, so right. I will get to it when I, I will throw it into my schedule with the other things I have planned. Right. Whether it's getting stuff, other things done that I had planned to get thing done on my day off, or... You know, even in my relaxed time because it is my day off. Do you feel like that shift was a transition from me being the boss to us having a partnership? Um, That I wasn't just like treating you kind of like one of our kids, telling you what to do. It was more of a partnership of, hey, these are things that need to be done around our home. That's what had to be I guess the the understanding was that, yes, it was a partnership. But you had to realize that your way wasn't the only way. Right. In and order I think to that's recognize what... the partnership, it wasn't, I'm your assistant. It's, we both have our own weight to carry in the house. Yes. So it was more of, I think it needed to shift more in me than it did in you of like, I need to let go. I was willing to do the things, but they weren't, you were, you would get mad or upset that they weren't done in your way. So. Right. So when I tell my kids to do something, it took me even longer, even longer to do it because I had to do it your way. Right. So for me, that shift. Or feel the wrath. Yes. Or then if you got (laughs) mad, then I'm just like, screw it. You You do it. Then you don't want to do it anyways. Right. So that was a shift that I had to make maybe more than you did that was realizing 
I was being the boss. I was being the employer. I was being the general that was like, you're going to follow my orders and do it my way. I needed to transition to this is a partnership. We are running this household and creating this family and this life together. And that means I need to let go of being that boss and allow you to do things your way Mm -hmm. and me to do things my way and let that be okay. I think wording had sometimes something to do with it. Like with our son, depending on how you word things, is how he's going to interpret it. Yes. So very true. You saying this needs to be done. Okay. Well, I don't. Maybe I don't see the urgency in it. But if you said something like, "Hey, this, I'm trying to get this done, so this has got to get done." Oh. Okay. Right. That's got to be like. That's well, why it's so high on your priority list. Yeah. I don't know this. That's perfect because actually I do that with our kids now that it's like, I need you to go pick up your rooms. And I, I have had to start saying, I need you to go pick up your room so that I can vacuum. Yes. And they get it. Well, they understand, but they also know that if they don't pick it up and I vacuum it up, they've lost it. So that's like twofold for them. But, right. but it's the same thing that you're talking about that like now you understand, right? I'm over communicating almost instead right. of assuming so much because I think I hear that a lot that women are like, he just doesn't get it. He doesn't get it. He doesn't get it. I'm like, no, actually you're not communicating all that's involved. You're assuming a lot. He does. You're right. He doesn't get it. He doesn't understand what you're trying to say so you're gonna have to find a new way to explain it or say it Mm -hmm. we've had to go through that where we have had to figure out a lot of the words to use and not to use like there are certain phrases or words that just don't they don't connect between us and i don't i can't think of any offhand that we've gone through but i remember i remember like in you know 2013 we sat down and talked about getting a divorce and one of the first things that I remember saying was like well we need to like communicate about everything like seriously like if you fart and it smells really bad and you like laugh at yourself because you're alone at work and you did it like then you need to tell me or if you think about me you need to text me and I need to do the same thing to you that like if I farted at home and I thought it was really gross like I need to like text you that because in the beginning it needed to be over exaggerated because if we can't, if I can't text you about like some stupid thing that I laughed at, then how am I going to be able to talk to you about the important things? Right. And I remember that being a big part of it and figuring out in that process, what phrases and words do I like not like to hear from you? And what do you need to hear from me to actually meet? And like the, our lines of communication will meet. Right. And there are certain things we had to kind of figure out, oh, you don't like it when I say it that way. Yes. Because to me, I'm that means this and it makes me feel that way. Or you, it means that. So I think that was a really big part of it too. That it was, it's not just boss versus partnership. And it's not just like use more words. It's learn the right words for your partnership. Right. right. And letting go of control is definitely big. Because, I mean, if you're listening to this and you're attracted to me and my community and my message in some way chances are you're a lot like me we have a lot in common um whereas we're we're strong independent powerful women we're alpha we make decisions we get shit done we know how to lead we we have that ability and 
it's important to understand that that's a, a strength for us, but we also need to learn that that's generally that puts us in a very masculine energy. And I don't think I've talked about masculine and feminine a whole lot on this podcast yet. If you're in my community, if you're in our Facebook group, you've heard me talk about those dynamics before. It's got nothing to do with being uh, male or female, like genitalia parts. This is the energy that is within each person. We, but we all have both energy forms, yin and yang, Shiva, Shakti, whatever it is terminology, but like the masculine feminine energy, if you're a strong independent woman, and especially if you're running a business or you're working in some way, typically that's a very masculine energy. And it's knowing that when you come home and your man is there, you can't necessarily have two very strong masculine energies in the same place. And expect there to be the same thing balance you know and feminine you can't have two it's not that you can't like they do exist but i think for for me and the type of person i am and for the life i desire for the relationship i want with you and the way that i want to live my life that that polarity is important to me right in creating a partnership right because this isn't just about having I heard the example the other day that was really great actually um that was it's important to understand how to bond together so like take time and do a masculine activity together to bond um like what would be a masculine activity like when when we go to the gun range and we go shooting okay um and you take me shooting and and that's typically a very like masculine type activity and you and I will have a great friendship bonding day and then when we do something um I was thinking of like the feminine side oh like when we went on a cruise and one of the excursions we did was like a cooking class and that's not to say that all women need to cook or anything but you got to understand that like the creativity being in the kitchen like that type of like hands-on food learning experience was a more feminine energetic experience Right. right than shooting guns like there's a difference um but that was bonding for us but on a more feminine side for both of us and that's really great but i think that too much of those types of activities um in our life as well as like how we were running our household is what got us to that divorce point in the first place was that like i had a friend i had a roommate I didn't have a spouse. I didn't have a husband. And what I've learned is that that polarity of having masculine and feminine, right? The polar opposites creates that sexual polarity. Right. And that's where you get desire and turn on and deep intimate connection between husband and wife. Right. So this is a little deeper than I had intended going for this podcast episode, but it's so important to start understanding that because if I'm doing, if I'm taking care of my kids all day Mm -hmm. and I'm running a business and I'm coaching clients and I'm making decisions all day and those are, those are very masculine things for me. And then you come home and I'm still in my masculine, like there's no polarity. Right. So big, I needed to learn too, as you how to shift. We use the calendar a lot. You know, well, yeah, Google, Google Calendar is awesome. Or Apple, whatever you have, as long as it syncs. But you put something in the calendar, it pops up. So when I look at it, and I have to go either you know figure out what's going on the next day or I have to put something in 
can see if it's clashing or or whatnot but understanding you know for those that work from home that you need time to work you know i can't just say it's my day off we're gonna go um right whatever. expecting me to have the day yeah, off just because you, you have the day off but you have things scheduled you know noon you do this when you do this to whatever right i had to understand that you were still working even though you were home right so i had to a understand that b occupy myself you know find whatever to do mm-hmm. while you worked and then <clears throat> or we planned it ahead hey can you push this stuff back so we can go right. to the that Google show calendar or, has been a really great communication <clears throat> or tool. whatever we use. Right. That allows us to communicate without actually like verbally saying words. Like that's a really important thing because right. that also is part of, I think what allows me to flip the switch from masculine into my feminine more, which is super important for women and how much masculine and how much feminine every woman needs and every man needs is completely different. Like your balance point, balance is not 50, 50. That's not how it works. Right. It's, it's, you got to figure out what you need to feel fulfilled and balanced within yourself. So for me, I do have a strong, healthy, larger-ish dose of masculine in me. I'm I'm motivated, I'm yes. direct, I'm linear thinking a lot of the times, and I love to to take action and to do things, but I know that I desire to be with a man that is empowered in his masculine. And you podcast for all that. And he can't exist if I'm still in my masculine. Like I need to be there's not enough room. And I'm so freaking strong and independent and stubborn yep. that it's going to push your masculine out. Yep. So you will drop into more of a, a feminine-ish role because I've taken over. Because I'm the boss. Because I know how to get shit done and I'm going to keep my walls up and we're going to keep pushing forward. And, and then, you know, you end up in a place where you're like, why does our sex life suck? Why right. do we not have a marriage? Why do I feel like I have right, another right. child that I'm having to direct around and take care of. Well, it's because in me, my energy needs to shift. I need to drop into my feminine energy and be allowed to receive, be allowed to flow and to the to create, to to be in that space and whatever that means for me for that day. And when I think I started shifting that within myself, a lot of what we just talked about, like over communicating, getting re- me relinquishing control, yes, and me dropping into my feminine, like intentionally letting go of that masculine, really understanding that about myself, and that was a process for sure. But me flipping into my feminine more, that allowed you to step up and make decisions. That like gave you the space to really be able to do that. Right. I had to like clear space so that you could step up and in. And take that role. And I had to be, I had to allow you to do that. I had to be willing to let you do that. And a lot, I think for a long time I wasn't because that meant relinquishing control because that meant I wasn't the boss because I wasn't switching out of my masculine energy. Sure. I needed to drop down so that you had space to step up. Do you remember a shift in you being able to make decisions? Was there like a moment when you were like, oh, like, I just made that decision and things are going really well. Or, oh, I spoke what I wanted into um, this situation, right? Like speaking your truth is a yeah, part of that. I don't, 
I don't know if I remember anything specific other than you just like I went ahead and did something and said this this is what I'm going to do and you just said okay yeah and you didn't question it or tweak it I needed and to allow that there yeah, were, there it was were a you, lot of because I think I've tried it. I think I tried it in the past where I'm like doing it. And you're like, well, why didn't you do it this way? I would push why don't back. You do it this way, you should do it this way. It's like, right? You know, you would try. I didn't to think of up. that. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was better. Maybe it wasn't. But it's like, why does it? Why are you critiquing me when I I did it? Yep. So then I'm just like, screw it. You tell me how to do it. Right. I'm gonna, because I, I kept wanna... pushing back. You would try to step up, and I would push you back. Yes. And it was never anything I did intentionally. I just didn't understand. You're very stubborn. I am. And that's really good in some cases. But But. as far as creating that dynamic between you and I as a partnership, as a passionate marriage, having that sexual polarity between us. Because the bonding is super important, but that sexual polarity is the difference between friends and spouses. Correct. that's that's different. We've talked about that before. That's a whole other episode we could do. Right. But as far as getting you to be able to make decisions and you actually making decisions and being willing to speak your truth and speak up for what you want, I think kind of those are the main things. Right. Like it was over-communicating, me being willing to let you step up and do it your way and, and creating a partnership instead of me being the boss of the house and letting you do things in your way. And then also a really big piece of that was understanding that I needed to drop into my feminine and yes. let you step up as the masculine. Right. And learning that dynamic has been a really interesting journey for sure. Communication, understanding. Mm-hmm. Would be your, is it? That's, if you want to just get to the meat and potatoes of it as I've been told in other group you know that's yeah to communicate okay good two though do you actually understand what I'm saying to you right communication isn't just speaking right it's listening Listen. too like communication is a two-sided thing whatever it may be like even like another example when we go on a trip we say what's what is your intention for this trip mm. versus what is mine mm-hmm and how can we balance? And maybe it's the same. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's you want to do this and I want to do that type of thing. But what's the intention? That way when you get to wherever you're going on a trip or whatnot, you're not like, well, what are we going to do? Yeah. It, well, it's also that like if my assumption, my plan is I'm going to lay outside in the sun and read books and enjoy my time. And yours is, well, we're going to go do things every day. We've got to have like I want to go you know, to the park. I want to go right. do this. And then it gets to be the day and you're like, well, what are you doing? I'm like, well, what are you trying to do? And then we both end up frustrated. Right. Or something as simple as, like I think of when we go stay at my dad's at the lake. And it's like the night before we're going to leave slash morning of, you've gotten really good at, I don't even know if you know this, but you've gotten really good at asking like, what are your plans for today? When would you like to head out? Mm. And that simple question puts it on me to get clear and voice this is what I was kind of looking at for the day oh I didn't really am I in a hurry to get home are you in a hurry to get home for something what time are we going to be in the car and out so that we can get everything packed get everybody's bathroom breaks and snacks 
Because there's sometimes when we leave by, you know, 10, 30, 11 in the morning, and that's a totally different plan and day than when we leave at 2 or 3 in the afternoon. Yep. And that, but that one simple question from you has been really helpful in keeping a lot of the stress out of that experience. Sure. Because it could easily be, even when we leave to go somewhere, to go out of town, it's like, when do we need to be in the car? What what are we planning on leaving? Right. Uh, are we going to stop somewhere to eat along the way? You know, we've got it's summertime now, so we've got a lot of trips coming up, and that's like an overtime communication right now of like, yes. when are we leaving? When are you going to be packed by? When are we going to do the laundry? Do you need any snacks from the store? Um, but you've been really good at taking the initiative to ask those questions to help me as well. Right. Yeah, I think that those are the big things that I can think of for getting him to be more decisive and speak his truth. A lot of that came from things that I needed to do or not do, so to speak, I guess. Right. I needed to shift. And chances are, if you're listening to this, you are probably in a similar situation where you're strong-willed and you're independent and you know how to get shit done and you're probably a lot of time i used to call it survival mode Mm -hmm. i was in survival mode a lot it was like go 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 do 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 take care of everyone else and that um what i've learned is a, a wounded wounded the wounded mother wounded woman the inner woman and had to do a lot of healing on that recently. Wasn't but I think that was a big part of it. Wasn't that it? is a part of my... You do pay attention. That's a part of the Awakened Woman program. That's know. open right now. I hear stuff. I hear stuff. I pay attention. Right. That is a part of the Awakened Woman program. That the healing, healing that inner part of like... And shifting that. Because right. if a woman spends too much, if you like, that's the problem is we spend so much time in that masculine space because we're, we're told, we're conditioned that we have to, we need to, we got to be just as good as the men. We got to go, 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 do, 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 hustle, 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 grind, 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 take care of everyone else at the expense of ourselves. Right. And that actually does a really big hindrance to everyone in your life that's important. Like that, that's a huge reason why we almost got a divorce. It's a huge reason why I was constantly feeling like I was yelling at the kids a lot. I was irritable and grumpy, and I didn't understand why. And my business wasn't doing very well either. True. (laughs) Because I was burning myself out internally. Right. I wasn't allowing myself to be in that feminine and take care of myself and know how important that is and know how to do that as a mom and a wife. Yep. That's been a really great process, though, to watch how me taking care of me, me shifting a lot of things within me, has affected you guys. I feel like I don't, I don't yell at the kids, like hardly at all anymore. That's amazing. Mm-mm. I yelled recently about something, but I don't remember what it was. Oh, it was all the dinner things that I I didn't really yell but I got upset and I was my feelings were really hurt when I for like two weeks straight I would make dinner and the kids would be like oh what are we eating and I would tell them and I would get the oh but I don't like that ew why do I have to eat it and I like 
after two weeks of that, my, like, it hurt my feelings. To be honest, that's what it was. And I got a little more upset than normal and was a little harsher than I wanted to be. But that definitely still wasn't how it used to be. I always felt like I was a yelling mom, and I hated that. You weren't as bad as you thought you were. I appreciate that. All right, so that is the episode for today. I hope this helped. If you benefited from it, if you resonated with it, I would love to hear your thoughts, opinions, your questions. Keep these questions coming. I know in episode 11, I was saying that there's so much we could go into with marriage and it really helps um, with marriage or with life in general or self-discovery. It helps if you ask questions. If you help, It helps if you share what's going on in your life because what is personal is universal. So if you're sharing and willing to speak up for what's going on, I would love to hear from you and to talk more about it and dive into things so you can send us a message on the Anchor app if that's where you're listening to this or find me in our Facebook group. And I think that's it. The Awakened Woman program is open right now if you heard us mention that at the end here. There are two spots for that open right now. Um just for the next couple of weeks. So if you're interested, make sure that you find me and let me know. We can chat more about the details. It's a six-month program. Um, Heal, reconnect, and create. The first phase is healing that inner uh, wounded mother, wounded woman. And the second phase is about reconnecting to yourself and your intuition and creating those stronger bonds and and figuring out what it is that you do uh, want to be doing and desire in your life. And phase three is the uh, desire portion where you're working on creating what you desire to have in your life, walking your purpose in life, walking your path, why you were created to be here on this earth and following those desires as your little breadcrumbs along your own path, following your own yellow brick road, so to speak. Yep. And that's it. We would love to hear from you. Have a fantastic rest of your day. Be fierce and embrace your truth. Thanks for chatting, babe. You're welcome. Love Hope you. you guys enjoy it. Love you too.